Christopher. Daniel. <laughs> it's early. If you can't tell by my background and yours, it's hilarious. Like it's pitch black back here and yours is like <laughs> daylight. Yeah. It feels like we're in two different like countries right now. <laughs> yeah, this is like an international interview happening, but you can tell by your background how early it is and by my eyes how early it is because like my eyes still haven't woken up and i still got that like allergy puffiness going on so this is definitely the earliest we've ever recorded a brunch breakdown episode i know there's no doubt about that yeah no doubt about it it's uh eight o'clock on the east coast it's five o'clock on the west coast uh my family's asleep i'm sure your family is up and raring ready to go oh yeah we we very strategically planned a viewing of lion king at 8 a.m so that uh, the kids would calm down <laughs> so that we could record this podcast so we're good man as long as we don't go over an hour and 26 minutes which i which i believe is the uh, length of the original lion king we're good to go man <laughs> i had no idea that's how long the original lion king is it's something like an hour, that. 26 minutes. Yeah, it's like it's an over an hour and a half. But if you take out the credits at the end, it's like an hour and 20 something. OK, OK, dude, right. this is totally not on the menu. But can well, I just go bring, for it, please? Me, yeah, there's I'm ready. I'll, I'll tell you this in the morning is when I find that I am like the, the best mentally. Right. I've got the best cognition going on and like I, I can get creative work done very well in the morning, not so much in the mm-hmm. afternoon. So this just pops into my head for whatever reason. Um, do you realize like specifically with The Lion King, but like other early Disney movies, because they're remaking a lot of Disney movies now with the the ones that came out in our childhood, like they booked multiple actors for like each role, like like four or five different people played Simba in the mm-hmm. re- original Lion King. And like, yeah, there was a young one and an old one. And I think like the young one was that was JTT and the old one was, uh, I think Matthew Broderick, but like they also had different actors that did the singing parts for those characters. And I had no idea until like we started watching it again recently, the budget, what was the budget like for those movies back in the day? Cause I feel like they're not doing that now. Like they don't, book Beyonce for a speaking role or like an only, a singing only role in the new, like she just does all of it. No, that's true because like Simba is, uh, cause it's J yeah. It's JTT. It's also, uh, what's the, the, the brother from smart guy. Yeah. The dude from smart guy. Yeah. I just the brother noticed. from smart guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird that that's something that they like did back in the day, but that's like, I, dude, I, I don't know, but now they definitely don't because it's like all singers who do it or it's like singers who do it, Broadway people who do it like and then they're just like, yeah, you can act, too. So we'll figure this out. Right. Or it's like a Seth Rogen who's like you. We book you for a part where like your voice isn't supposed to be good singing because you're the warthog. So like it's funny, you know? Yeah. But like it was just crazy to me that they had four different people play different versions of Simba. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's again, just thinking of the Lion King, it's like everyone is like multi-talented who can do like, cause I think in the new Lion King, like Donald Glover is Simba. So like no need for anyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And that's the, what's crazy. You, why wouldn't you just book the total package when you were doing the original one? But they were like, no, like Jonathan, we really like the way you talk, but just please don't sing. Okay. We got another guy for that. Like I, I kind of feel bad for some of the people. 
Like that, that's, I don't know. It's crazy to me. It may show you how much, how little they paid those people. <laughs> yeah. That might really be the story. Um, uh, Yeah. That actually might be it. Cause that sounds like they really like, I bet JTG doesn't watch the Lion King. Doesn't let his kids see the Lion King. Cause he's like, I get paid $5,000 for that. <laughs> we don't watch the Lion King in my house. We're JTT. Yeah. We're JTT. Where, where, where is he now? We'll have to look at that. What's he doing now? I feel like he's probably like one of those like Macaulay Culkin figures who just got burnt out on it as a kid and now is just like complete. And I don't know if this is true. That would be my guess. My best prediction is he's like completely content living a normal lifestyle because his entire childhood was not normal at all. That's my guess. I'm just happy they haven't started a home improvement podcast. (laughs) <laughs> going through all the episodes of home improvement that trend has to stop dude there's all these podcasts just of people just talking about the old show that they were on 20 years ago i'm like i don't i don't want i don't want anymore i'm good please stop that's Everyone fair stop. i've had m- multiple people recommend that i listen to the one for the office um okay. and i'm just like I, I don't think i need that like i feel like i already know all of it you know if you're yeah. really that if you're if you're a big enough fan to listen to the podcast about the show that you used to watch. Like you probably already know everything about the show. And I get that they could give you like some behind the scenes stuff and whatever, but I don't know. I'd rather just keep watching reruns of the show. If you're a big enough fan of the show that you used to watch, you don't need to listen to the podcast. That should be its own podcast right there. (laughs) Yeah, that there's a lot of built-in episodes. We're just going to show by show reasons why you shouldn't listen to a podcast about this show. <laughs> well, what's up? It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris is in Pittsburgh, and Dan is who the hell knows what Dan is doing. I just I he's somewhere. Who knows? But it's the Brunch Breakdown podcast, and today on the show. We are going to be talking some dad topics because we are the dads of the brunch breakdown. So it's dad brunch volume like five or something like that. Uh, We've got brands that should sponsor bowls because we've got some nice bowl sponsor news we're going to talk about. And a man shot his roommate for eating the last (laughs) hot pocket. We're going to talk about that too, plus music, beer, and more. Chris, I'm going to give you a shot. Let everybody know where they can find the brunch breakdown. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the way I do this is it's everywhere. If you so there's this amazing website called Google, and uh, if you type in brunch breakdown podcast in Google, I've done it, ladies and gentlemen. The results are phenomenal. Any of the places that you would possibly want to find us are like in the first page on Google. So if you want to subscribe, if you want to watch, if you want to follow along on social media, you're going to get all of it by just going to Google and typing in brunch breakdown podcast. Beautiful. Um, it, do you use, do you find link trees to be annoying or do you have them? Do you use them? That's interesting, man. I just like within the last few months started using one uh, okay. again. And, but prior to that, I had not used one in like four or five years. Uh, so yeah, like I, I, I feel like that one link in your social media bio is so valuable that like for the longest time, I just wanted to make it the place that I really wanted to send people. But now like, I feel like all the social media platforms have different ways that you can put links into posts and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, well then 
I can maybe point people in a few different directions. So I've started doing it recently. Why do you ask? Uh, just because I was like, I guess we should make one. I, I don't know. I just wonder if they're actually beneficial for people. Because I always feel like wherever people find you, that's they're just going to click that link and they're going to go to it. It's like, do you? Yeah, I, I don't know. So it helps you track. Like one of the nice things <clears throat> is I can go to Linktree and see like analytics on w- what links in there people are clicking. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like, you, you don't you you don't get that opportunity. And then also on my website, we don't have a website, but like on my website, I can see traffic that comes in from Linktree, which is okay. also helpful. So, yeah, I don't know. It's not mandatory, cool. but it could be helpful. No, not mandatory at all. Just wondered if we should do that. So uh, we probably should. But anyways, guess what, Chris? Enough talking inside the uh, no, no enough inside baseball talk. Let's talk about what's on our minds. And Chris, it's been a few weeks. So uh, get it off your chest, dude. What's going on? Um, my, to get it off my chest today, I really just want to ask you a question, Didi. Um, well, maybe a series of questions. Do, do you do the yard work at your house or do you like hire help? Like do, how, how much do you end up out in the yard doing work? Is it a frequent uh, thing for you? Uh, we have a landscaper that just started in January and it nice. is the best thing that's ever happened. That's so funny. You hired a landscaper in January. That's <laughs> not many places in the not many places nope. in the country where you do that. Um, Very true. No, that's cool. We use one uh, occasionally, like when we just have absolutely no time. Um, I am this summer finding that the only time I really have to to mow the lawn is in the the very early morning hours. Um, cause then as the day, I mean, you know, with kids, as the day goes on, it just gets less and less predictable as to like when you're going to have time to do stuff. So, uh, in your opinion, what is the earliest time you can start mowing the lawn? As soon as it's bright enough. Like you don't care about neighbors at all. You're just like, no, nah, I'm getting out there and doing it. No, nah, I'm out. I'm getting out there and getting it done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say it probably is a little bit more annoying all of a sudden hearing the lawnmower go when you were living where you live. But like as soon as it gets bright enough, you just hear lawns going. That's a good point. There's just so many people where you are. Yeah. And then it's like and then it's kind of like silence at like nine o'clock. So it's like but you hear it and you hear it all the time because everyone's got their lawn because that's the reason why we did it, because it's just it's so hard to keep up with doing that and you're just and like also when you put different pool things in the yard and whatnot and then like you know then you get brown patches and then you're reseeding the lawn and you got to do all that and it's like i don't really know exactly what i'm doing when it comes to that so it's it's nice when someone comes in and like fixes your mistakes after you had a a pool leave a huge brown circle (laughs) in your yard (laughs) after a uh, a weekend of of pool time so that's really one of the main reasons why we're just we have the weekly landscaper come in and fix all of our trash from (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair we have a guy come in every so often basically just like clean up all the shit that i don't have time to do like all like the Mm -hmm. like the weeding and the weed whacking and edging and stuff like i just I can do a full pass. Give me an hour once a week. I can usually make it happen. But like the other stuff, I just, there's just not enough time to do it. Um, but okay. No, that's good to know because honestly, so yeah, we started recording at 8 a.m. I uh, I briefly entertained doing the lawn at like 6.45 this morning. Um, yeah. But then like, 
course, plans changed and it didn't end up happening. So I don't know what I'm going to do it today. But I was like, man, this just like if I was my neighbor, <laughs> I, I don't know that I would be thrilled with me. But like if they knew if they knew my reasoning, why, if they knew what this house turns into as the day goes on, maybe they would understand. They don't care. Um, tell them to get up and do their lawn. Like, honestly, I really feel like the only people who do their lawn in the afternoon are teenage boys who were told to do the lawn when their parents left the house at nine and then start doing it at like two o'clock because their parents are getting home at like four o'clock. <laughs> like, like, get it done. You know what I mean? I would be out. I would be outside in the middle of summer, like, oh shit, I gotta cut the grass, like sweating my face off, and like ninety nine degrees with humidity, just like <laughs> chugging up and down my lawn trying to get there fast enough. And my dad would come home and be like, "You like missed a whole row. <laughs> Why do you do this?" <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Yeah, doing it doing the lawn in the afternoon is just stupid, straightforward. So yeah. Um. All right. Well. It's good to know. If anybody yells at me, I'll point them to this episode of the podcast and tell exactly. them DD. I'll tell them DD sent you. Yeah, exactly. And landscapers are great. Don't you know? Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Uh, speaking of home stuff, uh, get this off my chest. We got a new roof on the house. Hey. Yeah, it looks great, uh, and it is expensive. <laughs> we never have to do it again, uh, but man, oh man, expensive. And, and we knew it was expensive, but then <laughs> as they're doing the roof, of course, stuff just keeps coming up. Oh, you got this where this isn't supposed to go. Oh, you got this where this isn't supposed to go. Oh, you got it. So from what the estimate was, add $7,000 to that. Mm. And then... By the end of it, and I wonder if contractors feel this way all the time, but like I literally just didn't even want to answer the phone. I didn't want to look him in the eye. I didn't want to talk to him. I always felt like I was the biggest asshole to this guy at the end because I'm just writing checks and just like, get out of my face. Here, just leave. There you go. It annoying process when you they just got you by the balls that's really what it is yeah. it's like they're my roof is you can see the insides of my house and they're like whoa uh we see this happening and i'm like okay and we call siobhan's dad who's a contractor and and he's like well i mean i'm not there to see it so i mean i i, I guess that's it so it's just like there's nothing you can do and if you say no, and I'm like, and I'm feel like if you say no to most things, they're like, well, we can't do it. And then you have you have no roof on your house. <laughs> so <laughs> it just sucks. The whole thing sucks. I just wish that like when people came to like work on your house, whether it was like, you know, I remember when we first moved in, like we had to get a bunch of different stuff done. Um, all stuff that we knew we had to get done. We knew we were going to have to get a roof for the first five years of living in this house. And then we're on year three or two or whatever. And we had to get a new roof. Right. So we, we knew this was going to happen. It's just like, I just wish somebody would just say, this is how much it is. And that's it. Like, why can't they just tell you it's this 99, like at freaking target or Walmart. <laughs> and then that's what we paid and we're done. It's just, it's just a very annoying process when you just can't, 
like I don't know any. I can't. It's not like I can go on the roof and be like, mm, I think you're lying. No, I don't freaking know. So you just keep adding shit on. Yeah. Expense. But now I have a new roof, and huh, it's just annoying. How shit's annoying. I'm I'm really a I'm finding out I'm really a condo person. That's just it. Like I'm a condo guy. I don't want to deal with the roof. Somebody tell me how much I have to pay you to fix the roof on the condo. Me and the however many other people. That's just what we do. I'm not a I'm not a house guy. Just I, not it. I hear you, man. We did the we redid our roof like two years ago. There's one and a half, one yeah. and a half years, something like that. And uh, yeah, it's uh, the least interesting thing you can spend money on. I think. Ugh. Cause like, here's the thing. You said your roof looks great. Yeah. Within two to three weeks, you are never going to look at your roof again. You're only looking at it now because it got replaced. Like when we got our roof replaced, Katie was like worried for a few days that like, maybe we should have gotten a different color. The first I was like, I mean, that doesn't matter what you think. Now we have the roof, like <laughs> we cannot change it. But, um, I, I, I was just like, I, I, never looked at the old roof. So is this color different than the roof that we have? I don't know. And then like within two weeks, I don't think we've looked at the roof again. I'll probably look at it today because you brought this up, but like, yeah, it's uh, it's the dumbest, least interesting thing you could spend money on. Is your roof, now this is crazy. I've never, dude, I've not been to your house. I don't think I've ever even seen a picture of your house. So like, what do you have? Like, uh, is the roof like, is there a lot of stuff going on or is it just like a straight up and down, you know, this is a, we could do a dance, we'll figure <laughs> out the roof dance. Yeah. Like, as you got a lot of like, you know, little accent pieces and stuff like that, or is it just like a straightforward up on one side, down on the other? Yeah. It's basically up on one side, down the other. Like I live on a, I live on a ranch. So like it's all one floor. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's, you know, it's simple. We have like, um, <clears throat> we have like an addition where our living room is. And that is like basically the reason why we had to end up getting a new roof is because like who like the guy who put the addition on in like 1970, like did it in this really fucked up way. So it's whatever. Anyways. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. But like other than that, it's just it's straightforward. There's nothing crazy about my roof. Nothing. So those are supposed to be the easier ones to get fixed. I got neighbors that have like all these crazy like pulpits and shit and it, mm. it like it looks ridiculous but ours is just boring and straightforward and it was easier they did go up there and find like a few boards that were like rotted out and they were like well he's gonna cost you a little bit extra here a little bit extra there so we had a little bit of that but it sounds like yours was uh way more frustrating yeah because there are people who have like like clay tiles on the roof and a bunch of different weird shit going on on their roof whatever chimneys stuff like that all this whatever like we no, we have a cap on our chimney. It's not going anywhere. There's a bunch of like, I don't know. It's fine. Um, the cool thing is, is that like that made us look at it a little bit more. But yeah, I understand your point that I'll never look at my roof again. I don't think I looked at my roof before because Siobhan was obsessed with where the direct TV satellite was. And I had no idea where it was. Because <laughs> she was like, they're going to have to move it. And I want them to move it somewhere else. And I was like, where is it now? Like, I. I truly never looked up there. Like I had no idea like that there was that it was even up there. So like that's one thing. But yeah, we because we've painted the house. The house looks completely different than what it did when we moved in. So like we painted the house, the now the roof is a whole different color. So yeah, but I'm never gonna look at this thing again. It makes yeah. me look at the rest of it, makes me look at some other stuff. Like, all right, what else do we need to change around here? 
so we can just be done and never change this again in 30 years. Like, yeah. Dude. Fun times. Roofs. Stupid roofs. They're just dumb. Anyways, well, that's enough. Let's talk beer, my friend. It's Brews Day. What you got, Chris? Yeah, man. Um, well, I have a tea, but then I also have a beer because, um, you know what? I talk it all the time about how alcohol ruins my sleep. Mm-hmm. But Didi, sleep is at least 12 hours away at this point. So I don't think this beer is going to impact my sleep at all. And given that it's uh, breakfast time, I went with some juice. I have son of juice. This was my beer of the year last yeah. year. Okay. And shout out to my wife's cousin, Justin. He came by a few weeks ago, just swung through to say hi. And he knew that I love this beer. So he brought me a case of it. And I thought, well, might as well have some juice with my breakfast podcast with Didi. And uh, that's what we're going to do today. Dude, that is, that that's great. Maybe we should do this podcast in the morning all the time. Like at brunch. Yeah, I know. Maybe we should do it at brunch, <laughs> and not in the evening. Maybe that's maybe that's the way to go. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, you're doing a little. It's like, cause is this is this Costco day? Are you doing like a little Costco pregame right now? Costco pregame? <laughs> no, you know what? We're not going to Costco, but that's a great idea. I should pregame before, but that could go bad though. You know, like sometimes you walk into a place hungry, and then you and uh, mm. I don't know if I go in there too buzzed, I get. I get real excited about some of that Kirkland brand stuff. So that could get, I get a little pricey. Oh man. Oh dude. Kirkland brand. I got to stick a pin in that. Need to mention something about Kirkland brand before we get off this, this podcast. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. So uh, I do not have a brew with me, uh, but I did have a drink yesterday. Yesterday, uh, Sersha had her drama performance. Today mm. is recital day, which is why we're doing the podcast super early today, um, was her drama performance. She killed it. We took her out to this restaurant called Toothsome Chocolate Emporium and Savory Feasts. And it's literally like Willy Wonka chocolate factory it's literally it's thing is humongous that's literally like that the food is like crazy they have these crazy milkshakes they have these crazy like burgers and stuff like that and like of course a four and a half year old was like in heaven like Sersha was like i we ordered her chicken fingers we shouldn't have we she just ate this sunday i'm gonna send you a picture of this thing it's absolutely insane um but uh but anyways i got this drink there and it was a root beer old-fashioned Oh, a root beer old fashioned. So it was an old fashioned uh, dude. Me neither. And it was honestly the best drink that like I have had maybe ever because it was just so cool because honestly it had root beer bitters in it and it had root beer schnapps in it. And the rest is like a regular old fashioned. So when you went to and it had like this cream in it or whatever, and there was like chocolate around something. But like when you put it up to you and you smelled it, it just smells like you're drinking root beer. Hmm. And then when you drink it, it tastes like, you know, it, it tastes like alcohol or whatever, but it was just, it tastes like an old fashioned, which was super good. But it's just like, when you go, when you put up to your nose, it's, it, it was awesome. It was it's a root beer old fashioned. I was like, that's what will they come up net with next? These, <laughs> these mixologists, man, they're really doing it out here. That's incredible. Yeah. My uh, Katie loves old fashions. I'm gonna have to tell her about this root beer. Old yes. Fashion. Oh, I didn't know Katie loved old fashions. It's like a thing in Wisconsin. Uh, okay. It's a, what is it? Like a, it's either a whiskey or a brandy. I don't know. One of the, one of yeah. the 
variations is like a, a Wisconsin thing. So, oh my God, look at that <laughs> picture. Yeah. Look at that. Dude, I can't believe she's four. And a, I can't believe she's four and a half. That's unbelievable. Dude, she's closer to five than four. And, and I will, and dude, let me tell you, dude, there is a huge shift in my house of like, we have two babies and we have a kid. Mm. And it's like, in it's, it's wild just how like it felt like we had three babies and then all of a sudden in the last like couple months we have a kid and then two babies like they are on completely different planes <laughs> like yeah it's wild but yeah she's so much bigger now that's crazy yeah dude but yeah that thing has a yeah that milkshake has a full cupcake on it surrounded by a <laughs> yeah. layer of a whole thing of icing it's and then like, there's a milkshake in there yeah it's like bubbling up from beneath it that's insane yeah yeah the straw goes through the cupcake and <laughs> why no, no kid needs that much sugar but at the same time no every kid every kid feels they need that much sugar so you gotta <laughs> you gotta let them have it yeah no it was it was pretty great all right, well, that is Baru's day, and uh, let's get into this main menu, Dan. I mean, not Dan, Chris. Let's get into the main menu. Dan is not here. Uh, let's get into it. All right, brands that should sponsor bowls. Oh, yeah. Let's get into this right now. Let's uh, do it. Yeah. College bowl games have lots of different sponsors, and they get more and more sponsors. Like, some of the bowls have two sponsors these oh. days, um, and now there's a new one. Yes, there Christopher. is. This is beautiful, dude. Let's go through the lineage of this bowl. So it's most recently it was known as the Cheez-It Bowl, which I was thrilled with. Cheez-It is one of my favorite snacks to have. Okay, so was super happy about the Cheez-It Bowl. Kind of wanted Pitt to get into it at one point just to see if I could go there and get like free Cheez-Its for life. I don't know. Um, but like, let's go through this bowl has had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's now on its 10th sponsor, okay? <laughs> it started as the Blockbuster Bowl. So, like, that's a thing that doesn't even exist. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, okay, this is a total tangent. We need to do an episode on, like, chains or businesses that no longer exist but were around when we were kids. We need to do oh, an episode God. on that. Because... I just researched Quiznos. What what happened to Quiznos? Okay, Google it, dude. There are we. Okay, so you know, I just mentioned Staples, but like Staples is still around. But why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Because like Staples is near and dear to my heart because of the Staples Center in LA where the Lakers play when they were winning all those championships with Shaq and Kobe. It was Staples Center, Staples Center, Staples Center. And then when they changed the name, people were so upset. And I'm like, we don't need Staples anymore. They can't <laughs> afford naming rights on a stadium anymore. What are we doing? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. We should definitely do that. Dude, Quiznos, like Quiznos fell like Blockbuster fell. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And and I maybe I want to do there's this college football podcast I listen to. They do this segment called Dead Letters where they talk about like a program that used to be good and how it fell apart. Okay. And I feel like we need to do some version of that, but with like different chains. And I would love to do the first one on Quiznos and okay. do a spoken history. Anyway, that is not at all in line with what we're talking about. Doesn't so matter. It, started, it started as the Blockbuster Bowl. Then it went to be the Car Quest Bowl. 
Then the micronpc.com bowl. I don't know what that was. Uh, the visit Florida tangerine bowl, the Mazda tangerine bowl, the champs sports bowl, the Russell athletic bowl, the camping world bowl, which then led it to be the cheese it bowl. But that is no longer DD because now the cheese it bowl has become the pop tarts bowl. <laughs> okay. Shouts to Pop-Tarts, because I am just surprised that Pop-Tarts still has that kind of hold on the market that they can just be throwing money around the sponsor bowl games. Because um, I feel like anytime any of these companies, they do this when they're at like a peak or yeah. something, like they have all this money. And I'm surprised that Pop-Tarts has that money. Because like the Champs Bowl, there was a time where Champs was, I mean, the shit. So it makes sense that there was a champs bowl, but now, you know, unless you go to the mall, <laughs> you're doing with champs. Um, yeah, there's a the Russell athletic bowl, like Russell athletic who uses that anymore. Yeah. That used to be a thing, but pop tarts. I'm, I'm proud of pop tarts. Shouts <laughs> to them. I'm proud yeah. of them. Pop Pop Tarts still has it. They got a lot of clout, man. I think we don't realize it because we've aged out of Pop Tarts. But like, I think as our our kids age back into Pop Tarts, we're gonna realize Pop Tarts has never really gone away. And they've probably invented like forty six new flavors that Dan needs to taste test on the show. Didn't Dan do a blind one on Pop Tarts like a year ago or something like that? Yes, I can't remember what the flavor was, but yes, he did do one. And I don't think he liked it, but that's why he needs to do more because I think it's hilarious. Anyway. Um, this just had me thinking like, th- th- okay, that's random. That's random. The pot, it's the pop tarts bowl now. And like, I think it's going to be hilarious when some football team gets up and excel, they, they accept a trophy. That's like a big cup filled with pop tarts or something. Like, I can't wait to see that. Um, but like what, what brands actually need to be sponsoring college football bowl games and what you just said has led me in the direction of one of my answers. So I'll, I'm going to kick things off here, Didi. Um, you said Russell Athletic. Russell Athletic did used to sponsor a bowl. I think those brands, those like athletic clothing brands that have kind of fallen by the wayside, rather than dump money into this while they're relevant, I think while they're struggling and need some help, they need to start dumping money back into bowl games. Okay. Do you remember like Pitt Athletics used to be sponsored by Aeropostel? Like, like what happened to that brand and why aren't they sponsoring a bowl game champion? What happened to champion champion needs to be sponsoring a bowl game. Uh, what was it? Starter starters kind of making a comeback because like the nineties stuff is, Mm -hmm. is coming back here, but maybe that's an even better opportunity for them to dive back into the bowl sponsorship, uh, discussion. I think those athletic brands that don't have the clout that Pop-Tarts has. They need to start getting back into it. Okay. See, that's good. That's good. Because now my brain is moving in this direction where this is how we save malls. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know those stores that Spencer were just Spencer Gifts like... Bowl. <laughs> Listen, this is good. That goes right to my point. Um, You know those stores that were all the same? They were just on different tiers. So there was... <laughs> Abercrombie, American Eagle, and Aeropostale. Yeah. Right? 
And they all had different levels of pricing, but they all sold the same thing. Yeah. There should just be an American Eagle, Aeropostale, uh, 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 you know, there should be that Abercrombie Bowl. There I should like be that. that bowl to let people remember. And then there should be the Spencer's and Hot Topic Bowl. <laughs> we can save malls doing this. Like, <laughs> if for a whole week or month or whatever, depending on the tier of bowl game this is in, this could save malls. I like that. We have a plan. I like Just that. Get them the sponsor bowl games. And then the ad reads during the bowl game will be like a walk-in discount. You cannot use this discount on the website, but if you walk in to your local Hot Topic and mention that you were watching the Hot Topic Bowl and you would like to redeem your 20% discount, then you get it, and that gets people walking back into malls. Then they realize, oh shit, Abercrombie's still here. Like, that malls get revived. They're the Sabaro Pizza Bowl? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Shouts to food, just the food court bowl. Oh whole, my God. The like, food court bowl. That's the food, it. Dude, the food court bowl. And then like the jerseys just have different patches of like <laughs> <laughs> different brands. Every, every brand that's in the food court has their mascot show up to the game. So you have like the Auntie Anne's pretzel. You have like the Panda from Panda Express. They're all there. And then they do like the halftime football game and they play each other. All those mascots play each other. I love this idea. The food court bowl is phenomenal. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just like random teriyaki chicken place. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like. They're just giving out samples in the stands constantly. (laughs) (laughs) The guys are just, yeah, there's no, you don't pay the vendor. The vendor like pays you to take the food. I love that. I love that. And you know, like in a food court, like the fans or the fans, the 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 people who eat the food sit in the middle while, you know, the the mm-hmm. restaurants are on the outside. Like, can we flip that somehow? Like the fans get to go on the field at some point, maybe at halftime and you get to have a, a tasting or of some oh, sort. Dude. OK, so they've done, you know, a lot of things with food, like food trucks and all of that. So it basically turns into that. And then mm-hmm. they can easily wheel those things out of there really fast. Let's go. Where is the food court bowl? Where does it need to be? Oh, man. Because I'm like, it needs to be, it has to be indoors. I yeah. Think. And it's got to be in yeah. a suburb. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a suburb. Like. Where can this be? I think we should just build a stadium for it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for something this special, you can't uh, just yeah. can't just go to Lucas Oil Stadium, you know, like, no, that's, come on. No, it, it does. Because it, it really does need to be in a suburb. Like yeah. it needs to be like in some place that like you only know it from the mall. like, <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe Minnesota because the Mall of America and they have a dome there. Ooh. OK, that's it. That's it. It's Minnesota. All yeah. right. Sorry, suburbs. It's it's now just it's now the Mall of America. It's yeah. Wow, we just figured out a great thing. That was good. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, also, I think um, there should just be more random people who sponsor bowl games, like how Jimmy Kimmel has a bowl. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I just think there should just be like a Taylor Swift bowl. Or there should just be just random rich person bowl. And they should just make their bowl themed around themselves. Yeah. Why not? I think like, what about those late night hosts that like don't have a late night show anymore? You know, like Letterman or Conan, like buy yourself a bowl. Yeah. Jay Leno, buy yourself a bowl. Stay relevant. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I also think bowl games are important because of the giveaways to the athletes, Mm -hmm. right? So like there are some brands, I don't know that I have any top of mind, but like we got to get some unique gifts out to these college football players who aren't going to, you know, probably otherwise remember that they played in the BBVA compass bowl, you know, like we got to get them something cool. Uh, What do college kids want these days? I have no idea. Money. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The treasury is going to sponsor a bowl game and they're just going to print money for these kids. That's it. That's it. It's like, like I'm surprised there's not like a student loans.gov bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And the team that wins gets all their loans forgiven. That's how it works. Yeah, I feel like it's like, yeah, you get grad school paid for, kids. Like, that's it. I feel like that's the one. <laughs> I like that. Well, uh, Food Court Bowl, man, that's the one. That's the one. We got to roll yeah. with that one. Yeah, Food Court Bowl. Like, that God, That needs to happen. Yeah. Wow. We do really great stuff on this podcast. We just do. I agree. All right. Speaking of food, <laughs> in Kentucky, a man shot his roommate for eating the last hot pocket. And I have a question for you at the top of this. What do you think was hotter? The bullet in this guy's ass is where it went or the hot pocket when it came out of the microwave? (laughs) That's the last thing I thought you were going to ask about this i thought you're gonna be like chris who would you shoot somebody for <laughs> what food would you shoot somebody over but no uh, <laughs> um dude hot pockets are lava it, it doesn't dude. matter how <laughs> short but the problem with hot pockets is like part of it's lava and part of it is still frozen at the same time there's no other food like it none none does anyone know what time you're actually supposed to eat a hot pocket because whatever it says on the box i don't care if it's two minutes or three minutes or whatever it says it's too long it's too long it's too long or too short there's no perfect time it's the hottest thing in the freaking world that's why i thought about that i was like no i guarantee you biting into the hot pocket as soon as it gets out of the microwave was worse than getting shot in the ass with a bullet guaranteed i mean you can sew up a wound but you you just have to let time heal those burns on the roof of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Dude, yeah. And there's a lot of fat back there, like in your in your ass. So like I imagine that's probably like a good place to get shot is in your ass. Yeah. So like, yeah, and then someone, you know, then you know, someone comes, sits it up, they numb it or whatever they do. But like there's there's no medicine for this. Mm-mm. There's no medicine for the roof of your mouth. There's no medicine for the tongue. None of that. No. Poor guy. But for the record, I would uh, if if you use the last of my Tony C's Creole seasoning and we don't have another canister, uh, war will break out. 
just don't do it. Okay. 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 Uh, for me, that is, uh, Olive Garden Italian dressing. Oh, that is so good, dude. It's stupid good. Um, so good. It's it's so good. I we always have it in the fridge, and when it gets down low, I'm always like, okay, I know where it's at. But then I go in the fridge, and it's gone. And I'm like, what the hell? And yeah, I do want to shoot my wife when that happens. <laughs> and because I'm like, why didn't you go? Why didn't you go buy it? Right. Like, come on. Because like I I eat salad like a lot, and I'm like I I need that on my salad. And I just look I look at the fridge sad when that happens. Yeah, I'm ready I to mean, shoot. We we make a good living in this household to be able to re- replace our Olive Garden dressing. Yeah, so just buy more dressing. Is there any food when you were when you had like actual roommates? Was there any food that you were like, he better not touch this? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was pretty much chicken. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like just in general, I need to get my protein in every day. Don't touch my chicken. <laughs> pretty much, that was that was what it was. Why did you have one? Uh yeah, it was um progresso soups. I used to get progresso chili all the time when I was in college. And I love that shit so much. And it's so bad for you. And I used to eat that shit all the t- time in college. Like that was like my always like super quick. It's really easy. Like throw it in the thing for like two minutes and we're good. Um, and I would eat those, but then my roommate would eat them sometimes. And I would want to shoot them. I understand the feeling. I don't know what it is about food, like someone taking your food and you wanting to shoot them, but I really relate to this. Yeah. I think we all like mentally think ahead about like, oh, I want to have this. I think I'm going to have this as a snack or like I'm going to have this for dinner or whatever the case may be. And then you go into the day with that understanding. And then when it's not there, like it just rage like rage happens on the inside we should do an episode this is another episode we should do like maybe closer to when school starts back up of Mm -hmm. like do's and don'ts in the college dorm room like as a roommate because what you just said i like I, i lucked out i i went to college with kids i went to high school with so we all had a pretty good understanding and we were very respectful to each other but i had kids in my dorms that i was just like why would you why would it occur to you that you could like go into somebody else's room and just take their food? Like, why would you think that's okay? Who raised you? How did you know? Oh, oh yeah. That's the show writing this down. Cause one thing I learned when I went to, when I was living in a dorm for my freshman year was just, wow, it is much better. Like people who have a older sister, and they're the oldest in the family are just better people. They're just better people. They they just are. Like if you have an older brother, you just weren't raised right. It's just <laughs> that's what it is. But if you have an older sister, you're just the way that you act and move and do things in a setting like that, whether it's bathrooms, whatever, you are a different human than somebody who just had brothers or an older brother. You're just a different human. It's just what it is. You're a better person. Yeah, we need to dig into this. I think we've come up. Not only have we done a great episode so far, Didi, but we've also come up with great 
future may a potential series in the future i know and uh, good do's and don'ts it's people helping people like the last episode title like i think this is going to be i think we're we're on the right track here we are we very much so are um well let us know at brunch breakdown what food would you shoot your roommate over i feel like this is just really hits home really hits home to people i hope you haven't really shot your roommate but yeah that feeling exists definitely (laughs) all right uh chris dad brunch what's on your mind sir What's going on? What's going on in the life of dad? Uh, life of dad. So in a week, I am going to be watching the kids without my wife for the first time. Okay. Dad, that's it, DD. <laughs> that that's it. So uh, panic and fear are setting in. I am going to get some help from my mom, which is going to be nice. Um, but. Uh, these kids are attached to mama and they are, I, I just know they're, they're not going to like how things go. It's like four days. I think it's Monday through Thursday of, of okay. next week. So, so like any, work trip she's going. Oh. Yeah. Any, uh, okay. any tips you have, man, I'm, I'm all ears. Uh, I have some, okay. So I am, I get the kids ready and off for school. Like every single day, Siobhan's out the door at like 5. AM. Um, she goes to the gym at five and then she's at work at like, she's goes to work at six o'clock, whatever. So she's gone. And like, I pretty much do all that. Um, patience, dude, patience, patience, lots of patience. Try not to try not to yell too much, but don't, uh, don't hate on yourself. If you do, you know, lose your cool for a second. It's all good. Like everyone will be fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Make it fun. Do the things that you want to do. I think, is really a good thing. Don't try to be like Katie because you're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like be you. And so this is where it all, I realized early on, like this is where it comes in when you're like, oh, dad's in charge. So this is what we're doing. Mm. And it comes in very early. I thought it doesn't come in. You don't start thinking that way until the kids are like older. No, no, no. It probably starts pretty early. And this is when they're going to realize, oh, yeah, dad's in charge. So do things the way you want to do it. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's, listen, if it's if it's tater tots every night for four days, it's tater tots every night for four days. What are you going to do? You know? Um, but it's cool that you're getting this this opportunity in the summer. You're not stuck inside. Yeah. Um, hopefully it doesn't, like, rain all week or something like that. Yeah. So you have outlets there. Are they still in school? Are they go- Are they going to school still every day yeah they're in daycare every day yeah okay well then, dude you're fine yeah you're good it's uh the the thing i'm worried the most about is uh just nighttime because charlotte my youngest mm-hmm. is not like she's not sleeping through the night consistently okay. she's getting close to a year and a half now so we kind of thought she'd be there by now but she's still like waking up three times a night every night and uh yeah it's rough and then for whatever reason like with the worst timing ever now olivia is waking up occasionally in the middle of the night so like my fear is that i'm gonna have at some point both kids awake in the middle of the night and then what do i do oh it's a party here's the thing chris uh i like i know you have your you have your schedule you have your stuff but like while this is it's like just throw that out the window yeah first off don't have any expectations on that like throw just literally throw that out the window like that's done so until katie gets back don't even think about that 
Cause like your schedule is just going to be off. Cause the kids are just kids. Like they're just, they're babies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're just, they're going to do weird things and maybe you'll be surprised at one point. But I think the main thing is, is to get them tired, do things to get them tired. Yeah. Like if there's a park close to your house, swing by that thing after school, go there and just party it out, have a freaking dance party. Do a bunch of shit. Like, I mean, literally, like, get them tired. Because that's always my go-to. It's just like, oh, we're just going to do shit. We're just going to run. I'm going to run you ragged. Yeah, that's a good and idea. And that's what we're going to do. That's a really good idea. That's honestly the main thing there. And here's another thing. And this is just a pro tip for wanting to do things on your own in the future when you leave Katie with <laughs> three kids soon. Um, do not call her do not text her <laughs> do not call me do not text do me not do not do write any me. <laughs> yeah like let she's gonna call she's gonna call you she's yeah. gonna text you she's gonna want to facetime the kids all this other shit but you do not initiate that do not do it because you want her to think that you've got everything under control to go you don't want to stress her out while she's on her work trip because she's going to have more work trips so that's just and this is a, a pro tip because then she's going to get home she's like wow and she's going to tell her friends she's going to be like wow chris he didn't even call me and he was like everything was just fine and you know everything was probably a shit show but here's the thing <laughs> this is also you can sneak away and go to some random pit basketball game on a wednesday night in the future or go on some road trip and do whatever you want and leave her with all three kids you're able to do these things because yeah. you don't call like i travel for work a lot and i'm getting ready to go on a big work trip here in a minute so like and the reason i'm able to do these things is because i just let her think that everything's fine mm. and just let you know it's not always fine but i just try my communication is minimal when it comes to me like maybe i can't find something but even that it's like last it's like last resort so just yeah. have that in your mind you want to make her feel as comfortable as possible so she's just like feeling like, oh, they don't even like need me, you know, even though you all do. You that all makes do. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, football season's only three months away, so I'm probably going to want to go to some games here. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to you want to build that goodwill. Yeah. All right. So that's that's the big that's honestly the biggest tip. Go to Run the park. A, yeah. Go to the park and don't don't communicate with your wife. Yes. Let her communicate with you, but you don't. You yeah. don't. Yeah. But yeah. Run those, run them ragged, dude. Like, right. run, like, make them run drills. Like, <laughs> training camp. Run. Training camp starts next week. Let's go. That's what I mean. Like, dude, kids are stupid. Like, put a couple cones out and just freaking have them running around. Like, they'll love every second of it. <laughs> then they'll pass out. So, yeah. I like that. Oh, man. Well, Chris, let's get into music before we get out of here. What are you listening to right now, man? Yeah, man. So um, the first one I have for this week is like it blew my mind that the other day I saw Less Than Jake's album. It's called Anthem turned 20 years old. And I know we've run into these a few times now where favorite albums are aging uh, considerably. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of the albums that like honestly made me want to start a ska band. And then the cool thing is 
uh, that album came out in 2003 and 2006, we actually ended up playing on the warp tour the same year that less than Jake was on the warp tour. So it's like kind of a cool thing. Nice. Um, so I'm, I'm going to probably put a couple songs on the playlist from Anthem this week, but m- maybe it's definitely in, in the top two, if not number one of like best ska albums for me of all time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, on a completely opposite end of the spectrum, I don't even know. Okay, have you ever listened to a song and really hated it when you first heard it? And then you, second time you're like, I think I like this. Third time you're like, you know what? I think I really fucking like this song. And <laughs> this title, <laughs> this, oh, first off, this song is not just letting you know right now. Uh, it's called Pound Town 2, and it is by an artist named Sexy Red, who I didn't know existed. Producer Keith, and it is, I don't even know, I still don't know if I even like the song, but I like the song. So I need you to listen to it, but not just once, not just once, and... <laughs> There's a lot going on. Just don't listen to it around your kids or your family. This is not one to put on the cookout playlist, guys. Just letting no. you know right now. Pound Town 2. This is one for the AirPods? Is that what you're saying? Yes. This, this is one for the AirPods. This is one for the I'm in my car by myself. This is, yeah, this is not for the family. No, okay. not for the family. <laughs> right, Pound Town 2. I'm excited <laughs> to listen to this. Um Yes. Number two on my list is an album that has taken me a while to get around to listening. Uh, but Hot Mulligan put out a new album on May 12th called Why Would I Watch? I put Hot Mulligan on our playlist a ton of times in the past. Um, and so I don't know what song I'm going to put on, but I'll pick at least one from the album. But like it, Hot Mulligan, if you haven't listened to them before, they're like alternative rock, kind of pump, punk rock-ish uh, band. Um, the lead singer just has unbelievably unique vocals, very like gritty, scratchy vocals. Um, and the way he sings emotionally is like, he, he hits a register emotionally with his vocals that I don't know many other singers and punk bands that do. So, um, yeah, I'll pick something, but, uh, that's one I've been, uh, delayed on and, uh, I really enjoy the album. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy the album, too. We put it on the playlist. I put it on the playlist last week, oh, which nice. I'm very excited to see what you put on, because uh, I put on, what's the song? It's long title, Coffee Shop. No Shoes in the Coffee Shop. <laughs> I like that song a lot. Nice. Um, <laughs> I like that song a lot. I'm a big, I, but I'm a big fan, because the reason I listened to it when it came up on, like, you know, new albums that dropped, like, a couple weeks ago or whatever, it's because you always put Hot Bully on the playlist. So I was yeah. like, let me listen to this, and I, I really like, I really enjoy it. So Nice. Yeah. All right, uh, next one. Big week for female rap on DD's playlist this week. Uh, Lotto and Cardi B put it on the floor again. Song of the summer. Watch this song's on. This is a uh, this is a good one here. This is a this is a jam, an absolute banger. This one, like this one, gets me excited. It it gets me <laughs> it gets me excited for things that I don't do anymore, like. 
go to places where this song was is going to knock like really hard like going out in sweaty clubs and being in that atmosphere not really there anymore but it makes me feel like i'm there and <laughs> that's in the summer and this is just a song that's going to be on it's it's one of those songs that's going to be playing on it you know people are going to be anticipating when they're out and about so um yeah put it on the floor again lotto and cardi b like it, man. I'm having uh, like flashbacks to those times as I drink a beer oh, yeah. at eight in the morning, you know, like mm-hmm. when's the last time I drank a beer at eight in the morning? It was probably with you like a decade ago. Oh, uh, Jesus. Um, all right. Last one for me. WSTR, another band I put on the playlist all the time. They came out with a new album last week. It's called Till the Wheels Fall Off. Um Everything in the album, if you've ever listened to them before, is right in line with what you probably want to hear from this band. Um, very, very catchy pop punk. And um, I think I'm going to put Poor Boy on the playlist, but we'll see what actually happens when Dan asks for the songs. I don't know. <laughs> it's always fun. Just like, I don't know what I'm going to put on here, but, you know, it's 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 going to happen. Yes, yeah. it's going to happen. All right. Um Last one I am putting on the playlist. Uh, Burn a boy sitting on top of the world, putting this one on the playlist. Burn a boy, Afro beats, just really cool vibe of this song. I really like it. Um, and it's just, it's good. I'm, I'm really, it's, it's starting to feel a bit like summer around here. It's been, it, we're in June gloom season, where it's just like overcast all the time, but it's starting. The sun's starting to peek through, getting out of this terrible time that we've had. And uh, yeah, sitting on top of the world, burn a boy. We're here, baby. I, we're recording on June fourth, so I'm really hard sad to hear that these first four days of June have been so difficult for you, Didi. I'm glad you, I'm glad the sun's quote unquote <laughs> finally starting to peak out. I wish you understood. I wish <laughs> I wish people understood June gloom. Okay, June gloom is. Is honestly the most depressing time in this place. It's it's very depressing. Didi. It's Didi. Didi. I understand that you've been conditioned. I live in Pittsburgh, and the only other place I've lived was Oregon. Okay. I'm well versed in cloudy overcast skies for weeks on end. All right, I get it. I understand how it works. And I, I'm really sorry for you. I know. And it makes me look sound worse because like it's not like it doesn't rain when this happens. It's just dark. So it's like still like <laughs> the temp's still like 70 or whatever. But we know what it could be mm. if the clouds just moved. Yeah. Soon. Soon. We'll be out of June gloom. Well, that's what we're listening to. Make sure you check out the playlist updated every week on Spotify. All right, Chris, um, final thoughts on the brunch breakdown. Uh, I'm just excited for this year's food court bowl. Oh, my gosh, dude. I just can't wait for the samples to just be going through the aisles. Like, I mean, (laughs) just. Man, I'm excited for my discounted hot topic. Dude, I'm excited. Everything we talked about today. This is a good podcast. If you're not listening, you're missing out. Yeah. You just are. (laughs) That's the brunch breakdown. We're out.